The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we'll be, we will be taking your calls today. The number here is 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816 816- Two five one, three five five five. And before I go to my guest today, um, just a couple of housekeeping things. Um, I'm going to be offering a online fundraiser, mediumship event with two colleagues of mine, um, uh, Massachusetts medium Lori Sheridan and Delaware medium Deanna Fitzpatrick. Um, and it's uh, just ten dollars for a mediumship event, and it benefits the um, crayons to cradles. Um, organization of Boston and it's a great organization you can google it to find out more about it but um, you can go to my website to grab a ticket if you'd like it's only 10 bucks it's for a great cause it's in December and the dates you just go to my events page on my website at laurawister.com I just want to put that out there because it's two weeks away Um, so Anyway, so before we go in also, if you'd also like to stay in touch with me to to know what's coming up and who I'll be talking to and any to- topics that I'll be um, bringing up on my program, you can always go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter, and that's at laurawister.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram. I am intuitivelaura on Instagram. So we have a great guest today, and I am so excited to have my dear friend, and colleague Ellen Bent on. Um, she's a wonderful healer, and and I've, I met her several years ago. We were working at the same location, and um, she's one of the most heart-centered healers that I know. And she cares so much for the people that she works with. And and you know, and here's the thing. And she doesn't. She doesn't. Know I'm going to say this, but she, um, you know, some people can can do healing work, and they just sort of. I don't know, make it easier. They make, they almost make it too easy for you to avoid what you need to work on. And I think that's not helpful. Ellen is beautiful, a beautiful healer. She's super compassionate, but she also makes sure you do the work and you're much better for it. I promise you. (laughs) So, um, so if you ever felt like you need a little heart healing, um, Ellen is one of those people, she really feels like energy healing can strengthen your relationship with your soul and helps to open up yourself to that unconditional self-love that actually helps all of the relationships in your life. And we're going to talk more about that. I'm going to, I'm not going to keep her waiting any longer. I'm going to bring her right on. Hello, Ellen, Ellen Bent. How are you? Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm very excited. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to chatting with you on the radio. I know we we chat, you know, off and on on the phone yes. all the time because, but um, but I've been so excited to bring you to a bigger audience here on Unity Radio because you really do have that beautiful healing energy and it's and um, you really do help so many people. I want to I want more people to hear about what you do. Oh, thank so, you. <laughs> so, but uh, like I always say, before we get into uh, the work that you do, how did you get into this work? 
Well, the work got me. I think that's the case with most of us. Um, my journey officially started 20 years ago, but before that, I was always drawn to having my tea leaves read by this woman that lived in, in Malden, and we, we, she read tea leaves at her kitchen table, and that was, you know, it was just a really fun thing to do. Um, I always, I never knew I was intuitive, but looking back, I was always intuitive because I just had a feeling, you know, the things that we quote because we don't trust or we don't understand what's happening. And uh, so those things, those synchronicities became more apparent. And then with mediums coming on TV shows, there was another whole understanding of what the spirit world was. So I really had such a longing. So I was searching for a medium. And at that time, I found a list by Bob Olson. And I found someone that was close enough. I made him a, made an appointment, and I arrived at his home. He opened the door, and he said, Your father's been waiting here for you all day. Hmm. I went upstairs to his office, and for one hour, he talked to me about every little detail. Big details, little details. Right down to the fact that this was my father, who I had lost when I was nine years old. And right down to the fact that I named my son after him. Wow. Things like he was with me when I had surgery on an eyelid when I was 13. Things that you just, nobody nobody knew. <laughs> and this changed my life. It seriously changed my life because my grief had not been dealt with for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And that medium was John Holland. Yeah. And the, the evidence he gave me and the introduction to something that I was completely unaware of open doors, you know, of, of like, what's this all about? And oddly enough, at the same time, I was seeing a doctor for um, ADD, attention deficit disorder, and he suggested I try meditation. His office was upstairs from Circles of Wisdom in Andover, Mass. (laughs) (laughs) Where we met, (laughs) where we both worked. (laughs) Yes. And uh, so I started in a psychic circle and it was hands-on healing and meditation and things like that. And I'd never heard of hands-on healing. And I moved to the left of me and put my hands on a woman's shoulder. And after which she said, wow, do you know how much heat's coming from your hand? Well, you know, that was the breadcrumb trail I followed to then learn Reiki. And after my second Reiki certification, I literally went to someone's house and they said to me, hey, I heard about this shaman. I made an appointment with her, went to her two-year healing school. And, you know, you never know where you're going to go if you don't take the first step. And, you know, that just kept moving me forward. And... um and the journey continues. I not only did the Reiki and the and the two year healing school, but I studied other mo- modalities. And I eventually took mediumship classes with John Holland. So the circle <laughs> was right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, what what I really discovered is that your deepest wound can put you on your path. It yeah. pulls you in, and when you heal it, there's the most amazing gifts that come from it because spirit wants us to be healed. They don't want us to carry that grief. They don't want us to carry that pain. They want us to carry trust and self-worth, believing in ourselves, And all those things line you up with your higher self to go on the path that your soul has intended. So it's, that's one of my favorite subjects to talk about. I know. You get so excited. You, like, glow when you talk about this one. I know. <laughs> and, and there's one thing that I know that, and just because, you you know, obviously we're really good friends and, and uh, we mm-hmm. share an office. We're colleagues. And there's one thing that I, I have so much respect for you about because, you, like I said before, you, you've got this beautiful heart energy. You know, both Cancerians anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> 
and um, very nurturing. And but the thing is, like when when it comes down to tough stuff, like the stuff that you know, the illusion and things like mm -hmm. that, you you never let me sit in the illusion for too long. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And I do. And that's part of the healing, I think, that's really important. I think when people start recognize letting go of the illusion of certain things, whether it be holding on to, um, you know, sometimes people identify with their pain so much it becomes their identity. And exactly. you don't let people do that. And and I think that's one of the most amazing things. And But you do it in such a way that I don't think people realize it's happening. <laughs> so, right. Right. It's because it, it's not, that's not, that can sound very scary to some people. But with the way you do it, you go step by step with people and you work through it and you identify and you validate for them where they're, where the pain is coming from. And you mm -hmm. walk them through it. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to witness. You know, it truly is. Thank you. And, um, Thank you. Yeah. And, and so I know that you help so many people, but. So how, how, because um, oftentimes I, I will bring, have people come in and see me in my office and they, and I know right away they need healing, like healing awareness. Mm -hmm. I probably should say that sometimes healing, when I say they need healing, it's a healing awareness of healing, um, but more than they need a reading, but they, they go for like the most common thing, knowledge thing is like, I just need a reading, you know? Right. So when, so when they come in, I might identify some of these things, but then I say, you know what, you really need to go talk to somebody, you know, a colleague of mine. Yeah. And um, so how do you, so when people come to you, do they go through a process do they just know they need something or do they come from is it typically do they come from other people and they how do you or they get it ha it happens in all different ways i think people are aware of energy healing work now but mm -hmm. at the same time they come because someone says oh i went to so and so and they helped me with my grief yeah. they helped me change my beliefs um, and some people are very aware of like the spiritual language and say, so, oh, I need cords cut. And those are energy cords. Mm -hmm. And so it, um, and some people come and they say, I don't know why I'm here, but I, mm -hmm. I, I saw your face and I knew I had to see you. Wow. And, and I work very differently than an intuitive where you say, don't tell me anything I want to tell you. I say, sit here and talk to me. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, I always create a sacred space um, energetically, but also I connect it sacredly to each client as, you know, as if we're, the, we're in this bubble of energy and, and just say, tell me what's going on. And through that conversation, things will, things will come up. And as an empath, I also feel that in my physical body. And so I can say, tell me about your heart. What's the grief you're holding on to? Oh, I don't know if I'm really holding on to it. I said, well, it's there. <laughs> Do you still want to keep that? <laughs> and, you know, it's um, it's basically it's sitting there and being able to see each client, validate them. You know what I mean? See them as who they are, carrying what they're carrying without judgment and allow them to decide what they're ready to release. Some people are really ready to release everything all at once. Some people need several sessions and you know you you know the people that that come in and say this is my story just get rid of it <laughs> and, you know so it's, I, yeah yeah and i i want the best from them i want them to leave lighter i want them to be able to breathe again and and not have um those stresses but at the same time i say i will say to people if if this person in work is really bothering you you have to understand you're carrying a certain energy that they have because like attracts like. 
And that's, that's the part where you have to look in the mirror and say, I have to look at these things inside of me. And you don't know they exist sometimes until someone shows them to you. Mm-hmm. And so once they see, once they can identify them, they say, oh, well, now that makes sense. Yeah, let's get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> and just transforming that energy. And, and then I, I always give, some, give, give my clients something to take home. And whether that's an affirmation, it's a recommendation for um, grounding technique or how to clear a little bit of energy at home, I, I want them to have something that they bring home with them, a tool. So they can continue, you know, their their healing and and stay clear. What do you find is some of the most common things that you find that people need to necessarily work on? Or most of it is emotional. A lot of it is relationship. Okay. And it's not necessarily boyfriend girlfriend. It could be the relationship of a parent, Mm -hmm. Um, a relationship of sometimes even a teacher, what someone, what someone says to someone in those growing years, those, those years where they can take in something and have that belief about themselves that's not real. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Betrayal is a, is a difficult one. And, and then that, that kind of goes with anger. And when you can release the anger, as in releasing the anger and um, allowing them to disconnect from that person. Sometimes society says it's not okay to disconnect from somebody that's that's causing you emotional pain. But when you energetically disconnect, it's very different. The person doesn't even realize that you're disconnecting. They're just not sourcing at you any longer because that energy isn't there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 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 it, it, so when you have someone who comes in to see you and and it, and you start to identify these these connections that maybe not be the healthiest for them or you know mm-hmm. something that they're carrying. Um, where do you find is the most resistance? Do you find that some people just they they don't? Do you ever find people come in and they're like, eh, do I believe this stuff? I don't know. And like, what, where do you find um, the most resistance? This. That's a good question. Um, some people don't want to travel to a painful place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't. They, 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 they say no, but the tears say yes. I allow them that space and say, well, let's just remove this energy that's calling, causing you this, um, this pain. I don't have to identify it. The only reason I would work on identifying something would be as an explanation for someone that, 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 that is asking. Like, what is that energy? What does that feel like? But... People want their privacy, and I give people their privacy. I don't have to look at what that energy is. I can just feel the imbalance and say, "Would you like me to remove this?" And then we're gonna we're gonna fill this chakra with some some energy that'll be really helpful for you and very useful and and help you move on. Mm-hmm. So most of it is they don't want to be a lot of people don't want to feel like they're being read. Yes, about their life and. When you feel energy and you you know you don't you you don't need to know what that is. If I need to, spirit will show me something to connect them with a word or something. And and I I just ask people too if you want me to work silently, I can do that as well. So everybody has a different way they go about their healing path, and it's up to them. It's their healing. And you know I'm an energy healer, but I just facilitate the healing. So I've been trained to pull. Um, 
you know, the high vibrational energy in. But the person does the healing. The energy healer just supports them letting go of it. So they're in more control of it than, than they even know. Just showing up is the biggest part of it. That's, I love that you said that because I think sometimes people come too dependent on healers that they think that they have to have things removed and, oh, my God, I've got, I've got something yeah. attached to me and mm-hmm. all these things. And it, it comes from a very fear-based place. I mean, what, is your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think there's a lot of fear put out there with attachments. I think people sometimes don't know what it is, but someone said, oh, you have to go because my girlfriend Susie had an attachment. That sounds like you. <laughs> and then they come to me and I say, well, let's go in and see what it is. And it's, it's, it's always energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't work in the world of, of attachments, but I have been trained in it. So I, I, I leave that to people that choose to work there, Right. And I have, I find that um, when people don't know what it is, they like to think it's something outside of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I want to, I want to empower people with some information, some good, solid, you know, working in the light and and heart centered healing information. So they leave with a sense of love and optimism and and not leave with fear. Because yes. I've seen people come in with fear and leave mm-hmm. very differently. Yes. But I love when people have that realization that there really is nothing to fear. Um, right. That they do have more control over the energy that they carry and the energy that they experience and um, I love that you bring that to them. That's it's beautiful, and the way that you, the manner that you bring it to them, and the in the way that you talk about it, is very reassuring and um, very grounded too, which I love. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And, and that's so, one thing that I find a lot with a lot of people too. They're not grounded, therefore, any of the um, imbalances in their energy system are more prominent. Mm-hmm. And um, people may think they're they're connected, but um, when you're when you're all in your head or you're you're all in angst in your solar plexus you you lose that grounding with that other you know vibration mm-hmm. yeah um so for anybody who's just joining us I'm, I'm speaking with my dear friend and colleague ellen bent and uh, her website is ellen bent e-l-l i'm sorry e-l-l-e-n B-E-N-T healing.com, ellenbenthealing.com. And you can work over the phone, right? You, you don't have to have, be in person. Actually, I've been doing phone sessions since March. Um, I do phone, Zoom, Facebook. No, I, I've been doing all my own healing for my own private, you know, um, energy field for years remotely. Healing works whether you're here or there. We're using energy to communicate now over the phone. And energy works exactly the same way. And sometimes it's even better because people can be a lot more comfortable in their home than walking into an office and, and, and you know, for a first time and, and not feeling comfortable in their surroundings. And um, I, I do a, a healing group once a month, and we used to do it in person, and now people are, are phoning in from Zoom on their beds. <laughs> and they're nice and cozy, and at the end of the evening, they just have to shut off their phone, and there's no driving home, and they're just basking in the, uh, in the glow of the healing. <laughs> Isn't that so wonderful? It, yeah. Because yeah, before, you really used to have, have people bring blankets and a, and a, and a yoga yeah. mat and lay on the floor right. and then they pack everything up and get in their car, and especially in the mm-hmm. New England winter. In New know? England winters, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's so nice that they can just cozy up and just 
um, be present for the healing. And that's that's the good thing. That's a good point too. Is that um, healing has no boundaries. It doesn't have to be in the, in what you don't have to be in the same place as the person receiving the healing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when we say prayers, that's energy. Yeah. And so setting an intention for your healing, I always, you know, want people to set an intention for what they want healed. And I set my intention to, you know, to stand in the vibration and bring through what they need. And um, it's all it's all orchestrated by spirit. We're just, you know, the healers are the middle people that stand there and be able to to work with the human people. Yes, It's just a lovely blend of energy. (laughs) so we are taking calls today. If anybody has questions about energy healing for Ellen, um, if you'd like us to look at something, um, and we're, I'm, do, I'm doing readings too, so that's fine. You, if you can call in, 816-251-3555. Now, um, as an energy healer, as someone who's very aware of people's energy and what's around them and, and everything, um, I'm going to take a completely like 180 on this. Um so, you know, there's a lot of talk all the time, especially in this work that we do, about how how powerful thoughts are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thoughts are things and watch your thoughts. And it, almost to the point where people get fearful of what they're thinking because they think they're creating their world strictly through <laughs> their thoughts, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I agree to some point. Um, so as someone who senses those things in people's energy, what is your opinion on that, about that, the um, the thought that how powerful your thoughts are and is it something to be fearful of if your if your thoughts go to a not so good place i don't believe in forcing fear on anyone as far as their thoughts thoughts are are something that is a human concept beliefs go a little bit further a thought can be passing you know you could say oh look at that pretty dog oh i need an ice cream you know your 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 mind can go crazy like that with thoughts right mm-hmm. so um i don't think as humans we can control our thoughts 24/7 and allow a fleeting thought or being angry and, and having a thought. Um, it all depends on how you hold that. But many thoughts then make beliefs, and the beliefs of, say, not being good enough or not being worthy. And thoughts like that are all in opposition of peace. Mm-hmm. So when you realize that, um, is it a thought or is this a belief pattern I have? That's where it changes. Yes. I'm not concerned about thoughts because, again, we we know we're humans having this physical experience. The right. beliefs and the and the fears and and um, and that I think is um, a much um, more serious issue to take a look at and kind of try to change your beliefs. And that's sometimes where affirmations come in um, to you know to to help you do that. But being aware of changing a belief and energetically we can change beliefs as well. Because when you have more beliefs, it becomes a pattern, and, when, and a pattern of energy can be removed. Yes. That's and sometimes really we learn these point. patterns very young, or we learn yeah. them, you know, from really tragic examples. Um, so uh, think about what you say, but don't be worried about what you say all the time. You know, so you don't want to say things like, oh, I can never do that. Mm-hmm. Because when you keep saying you can't do something, you're you're setting a belief. Yeah, so there is a difference between the belief and the thought because absolutely. Think, yeah, so that's mm-hmm. a really good point because a passing thought you could be picking up something telepathically from somebody else and that's not necessarily your thought or it's just a passing thought, right? Absolutely. But that doesn't have, doesn't have that much control over you, but if you have a persistent thought, like a, a belief, like you said, um, that over over time 
um, can influence your actions and decisions and and sort of pull that energy to you over time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think people get so fearful about one single yeah. thought. <laughs> I think thoughts are kind of like they're in the wind, right? It blows past yeah. you, you have a thought and it blows by. A belief is something that it ha that is, that becomes part of your belief system. And, and when it becomes part of you, it's very different than a thought. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Very good. So um, we will be going to calls here, but I wanted to, one thing I wanted to address, which I think we'll go in after the break as well, is um, a lot of people are feeling, especially because we've been, uh, in a lot of us, our patterns have changed over the past eight months or so, mm -hmm. you know, and um, a lot of people complain that they're feeling very ungrounded or um, very disconnected, or you know, they've they've addressed it man, in many different ways. Um, mm -hmm. I, what I would love for you to share with the listeners is, you know, what's a, some good grounding techniques that they can do in in a moment. Okay. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so we're coming up on a break soon, but um, have, but have you found that recently that a lot of people are more ungrounded because of the change of patterns of life and everything? Absolutely. They're ungrounded. They feel, you know, insecure, un, uh, you know, unsure of what's going to happen. Fear will, feel, fear will also um, keep you from being grounded. Oh, yes. Anxiety for sure. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, and, so, um, mm -hmm. you know, and so with, with every session, I always ground people at the end of the session anyway. But I can tell sometimes, um, especially in the last, you know, four or five months, I, have to, I start by grounding some people initially. Because they're so not grounded, I need to have them a little bit more present <laughs> to do the work. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay. So, yep. So, stay in the line. We're going to be going to a break shortly. So, if you'd like to hear some grounding tips, definitely stick around after the break. But also, we'll be going to um, do going to some callers as well. So, um, what are some questions that you would love to hear? How would you like? I love how people have a certain. Um, idea of how if they, if you had a question or someone wanted to get some advice from you what's the best way for them to um put the question together for you is the word i was getting to uh it's so not a question in particular but the way to the best way to phrase it yes oh hold on we're actually going to go to the break we'll get that okay right after the break <laughs> hold on All right. everybody we'll see you on the other side <laughs> We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. And I'm speaking with my lovely friend and colleague, Ellen Bent. Um, from Massachusetts. Hi, Ellen. Thanks. Hey, Laura. Hi. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so we have a good time together. We really do. We do. We so, do. <laughs> so we're going to go right to the callers. We've got some awesome callers on the line. Um, I know I know one person they've called before, so I definitely want to talk with her. She's been waiting for the beginning of the show. Sandra from Connecticut. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, Sandra. Hi. 
Well, thank you so much for taking my call. <clears throat> I'm listening, and Ellen, it's funny because it was about maybe 12 years ago I, I took uh, courses for hands-on healing, healing touch, it was called, mm-hmm. which is similar to Reiki. Uh-huh. And and I, you know, I, it didn't take off. I just would work on friends and, and family members, and they always had good experiences with it. And at that okay. time, I started seeing auras and just opened up more intuitively. Um, so I, I think I recommend everyone to at least try because there's just so much more in the realms Absolutely. that we're, yeah. we're not aware of. Absolutely, yeah. But, yeah. but recently, and just so easy to listen to both of you, so it's I'm just like you're chilling. <laughs> after, after after rushing around like a maniac doing groceries on my my day off, and then I just come home and I'm like, you're replacing my my former um, Monday afternoon with John. Oh, <laughs> I feel very honored. For, I do as well. <laughs> thank you for for many 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 moons. So I mean, as long as he was on, I know I I listen to him every afternoon every Monday afternoon as well. Exactly. That's what mm-hmm. I did. So you probably yeah. would know my story if I told you. <laughs> but, I have a question for Ellen. But, but what, I, um, what my challenges are right now, um, I all of a sudden developed alopecia where my hair is just falling out and um, I have a real ball spot and I'm just waiting to get into the dermatologist. But, you know, that's been very challenging because of these times that we're in mm-hmm. and at work which I've been working um all summer through this crazy, you know, time mm-hmm. working very diligently with limited staff and then this past week my boss said, "Oh, I, he wanted wants to promote me." And I'm like, "Of all the times in my life, <laughs> I just feel overwhelmed with this the idea that I I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to grasp all of the computer work mm-hmm. because I'm not exactly 20. So mm-hmm. do, you, do you think maybe some grounding techniques might help if you t- if if you end up taking on some more of these these responsibilities? I, I that's what I'm looking for a little bit of um okay insight as you know I've got to deal with this and then the hair mm-hmm. loss yeah, yeah, I was picking up on grounding as soon as you 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 started speaking, and um, that's our foundation, and that's where we build our foundation. And another thing, I just want to quickly jump in before I get finish up, go back to the grounding, is um, you're doubting yourself in your words. Yeah. So I'm not quite I'm sure if I'm going to be able to. No, I know. But, right. So so, st- so affirm. I'm learning new things. Okay. I'm learning I, or I easily learn new things. And give yourself a break because you don't have to know 100% of it. You just have to learn it. And as you learn it, it'll be, get more comfortable and you'll learn more. And then make sure you be able to use your throat chakra in order to ask questions. Don't feel as if you have to do it all on your own. I think you're, you feel like a woman who, who's able to take control and, and maybe do things several times instead of asking for somebody else's help that may not come. And so be, 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 be gentle with yourself and ask for help. We're not all supposed to know everything at, at one time. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it will make you 
it, less afraid of the new information because you're asking to be taught. Asking to be taught, that's a beautiful way to ask, you know, a reason for asking for something. You want to learn something. I have already broached that very clearly. Okay. I definitely okay. have. I'm yeah. not shy with the words. Good, good. Um, so what I would want you to do is imagine a, a grounding technique that I use all the time is um, take, a, take a breath and imagine you've got cords coming out of the bottom of your feet. Imagine like three cords out of each foot. Oh, yes. And as you breathe, you're sending those cords down through the floor, through the earth, and as they go down, each one of them multiplies into three. And with your breath, you set those further further down into the core of the earth and the visual for that would be like the system of a mighty oak tree the root system mm-hmm. that yep. root's going to go out all around and it's going to attach to that red red crystal a giant red crystal at the center of the earth and you pull that grounding energy up through those cords all the way back up to the bottom of your feet and then you're going to slowly visualize and trust that that energy is coming up your legs and as it gets up to your your root chakra it's going to spin and balance that and then it's going to continue all the way up all your chakras right up to your crown and then you send it up to the divine now what i like to do is pull the divine white light down as well so then you're connected by mother earth and father sky mhm i love that i've done and that so when when you do that, that energy, that red energy coming coming out and swirling around into your aura mixed with the divine white white light, because I like to work with visuals for people because energy follows intention. So if you can send, think, and feel, that's all the work you need. You, so now you're, you're in the bubble of Glinda the Good Witch, the pink bubble. <laughs> so, I like you know, Glinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it. It's, it's empowering, you know. You've you've got these these magic powers. But when you can do that, you can do that brushing your teeth. You can do that at any time, to to just get get centered and balanced. Again, energy follows intention. So don't worry about how you're doing it. You can't do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. And is the alopecia something with autoimmune? Because that's just intuitively what I kept getting. Even though that's my, what I was uh, feeling too. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. That's exactly. What I was mm-hmm. Really strongly feeling that, and I had all my thyroid levels um, checked, and the doctor won't even call me back with results. I do have hypothyroidism, but I've mm-hmm. never had yeah. issues like this throughout the 30 years that I've, you know, been on thyroid medication. I've never had anything like this happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hashimoto's is. An autoimmune illness. So right, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was feeling. That's, I guess like I was that. just looking for that. Did you have any ideas to share, well, Laura? Well, with the you know with with the health piece, I'm going to leave that to your doctors. But I was kind of feeling an autoimmune um, thing coming up around around that. All right, mm-hmm. but the the bigger picture here, and I mean, I'm hoping that you you are interested in that that position that they were thinking of putting you into because at work because. Um, it feels like to me what 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 you need to focus on over the next few months is the fact that if you do want this job that you can do it in spite of your health issues okay mm-hmm. that that that's very possible um i'm i'm feeling like you might be feeling overwhelmed by oh my god i got to focus on the health plus this and am i going to be compromising my health by taking on more responsibilities um and and sort of to to play off of what um ellen was saying before about asking for help and being able to ask for help and feeling okay with that and recognizing you're not going to lose your power by doing that. 
All right. So yeah, I, think I think you. More of the, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think you can do this. I think if you really want this job, if you if you want those responsibilities, I think you you're well within your power to be able to do that, and I think you can do it while you're still healing. Okay. All right. How do you feel that's about a, that? I think that that's encouraging. I I mm -hmm. believe it's almost like a I created a block through the years, not to go further up the the ladder. Yeah. Exactly. I imposed those restrictions on me because right. I stayed in my comfort zone and I outgrew my position. And we're here to learn and grow, Sandra. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why did I... I think it's because of... I, I guess I, I'm afraid of ridicule. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, right. when you work with people that you hear how they treat mm -hmm. others and yeah. there's a lot of that cattiness yes. that goes on all the time. So I'm like, oh, am I going to be that person? But I'm mm -hmm. the one that will call it out. So just say it to my face, right. not behind my back. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I don't play games. Mm -hmm. But so I, I guess I'm feeling like a little inadequate with the people that I work with who will have to train me. You know what I mean? And I don't like that feeling. Well, well, I, I mean, I, I definitely feel like you're you're fully capable to do this job, but yet yet mm -hmm. there will be times you're going to ask for help, okay? And, mm -hmm. and I think the grounding techniques will be really helpful in those moments that, that Ellen shared with you um, where you are feeling less than. And, and I do see you going forward even though you're still struggling with the uh, working with or healing, you know, with, with what you're dealing with right now health-wise, I still see you going forward and, and really thriving with this job if you decide to take it on. But okay. you'll but face facing those, those what you feel are challenges, I, I kind of see them falling away, actually. Um, the things that you were concerned about or been carrying as concerns with your work, I, I, I see you kind of gaining confidence and, and, let, and those are gradually falling away fa fairly quickly, actually. Oh, that makes me feel good. Thank you. That's I, I feel the same thing, Sandra. What you I would do? like to what, what I'd like to remind you to do is to do some work with self love because self love and self worth are part of what yeah. you're what you're talking about. Okay, so yeah. do some do take your your hands your own hands and put those hands you know um, right onto your heart and send that heart energy and build up that self love because you've got what it needs what what this job needs and you just need to to know it and go get it. Well, thank you so much, both of you, Alan and Laura. This, you really made my Monday. Oh, so you're welcome. <laughs> you made my Monday, so, so tomorrow I will definitely have a, a – I'll redirect my thoughts. Good. Excellent. And Great. definitely do the grounding day. exercises for myself. So thank you, and I want someone else to have a chance to speak with you two lovely ladies. I appreciate all you've just offered me. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. We just reminded you of everything you already knew. You just, sometimes we just need to be reminded. That's <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Even when you know uh, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we all do. All right. Well, thank you, Sandra. Thank you so much for calling, and and um and good luck with the new job. Thank you. All right. Take care. Alrighty. So let's see. We have um Peggy from New Orleans. Hey, Peggy. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you, Peggy? I'm doing okay. I just had a question. I do some energy work and stuff myself, some intuitive work. I really love it. Um, but personally, like right now, I'm going through some stuff where I'm 
anxious about sort of um, a housing property tax matter. And I was wondering if just reading into my energy, you would have any advice um, maybe specific to me for like being able to kind of tune into the the calmness, the serenity, the wisdom of my higher self a little bit more quickly or something along those lines? Good question. Ellen? <laughs> I'm actually going to your heart. Okay. And I'm going to the to the to the to the rear of the chakra and that's where okay. I find the stress. Mm, okay. Um that makes a little sense because I get some tension in my chest, definitely, okay. when I'm yeah. kind of worried yeah. about... These matters are a little bit out of my control right now, you know? Right, but, um, right. That's, so. I, feel, I feel as if you're holding a lot more stress than you need to for this. Okay, that makes is, sense. Is, is this keeping you up at night? <laughs> it's waking me up. I can waking up, okay. And I'll, I'll wake up at like four with it. And it's on a negative kind of feedback loop in the background sort of constantly, even like when I'm working during the day and all that kind of stuff. I'll, okay. I can, you know, I'll since, since, since you're familiar with energy, energy healing, what I'd like you to do is, uh, I don't have one that I could recommend, but you can easily find one online. What I'd like you to do is get a meditation, a higher self meditation, because all your chakras need to be in balance for you to be able to connect to the, your higher self. Mm-hmm. And so you can, you can access that energy yourself. So get grounded. Right. And do a do a chakra balancing, and and then put on a meditation that's going to take you up to your higher self, and sit with a notebook. I love the pen to paper with people that are looking for spiritual answers, and pe- pen to paper. And what is my ne- what is my next best move? What advice can you give me for this situation? You know, put those questions to spirit, and allow that in- in- that information to drop down. Because when you are aligned like that. Spirit wants to be connected to you. They want to give you that insight. They just really mm-hmm. need you to, to move that energy a little bit so that you can feel closer to them again. Okay. And we have to release and let go what we have no control over. Yeah. And so if you want to do a releasing technique, write it out on a piece of paper and take it outside, drop it in a can and, and burn it, unless you have a fire pit or a fireplace or something like that. But, you know, shamanically, um, we, we would have ceremonies around a full moon and release what we want to, um, the energies or the beliefs or the thoughts that we have into that fire every full moon. So if if this helps at all, continue on a practice of that on a monthly basis. Use that full moon energy to release things. Do Use the meditation. I really like people to build their toolbox. And a metaphysical mm-hmm. toolbox is what we really need to have as our go-to to keep us from getting overloaded like you feel right now. Because you have, mm-hmm. with, without the control, all you have is the worry. So we let go of the worry and we put the intention to spirit. The best possible outcome comes your way. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Does that bring you some peace? <laughs> Yeah, I know it's a good it's a good thing. It's a good technique. You know, I, I I've been trying different things during the day and it, it or you know taking little consciousness breaks sort of and good. being you know and I can get into a state of med- meditation at times and get some relief. But then it's just like sort of I don't know. It's an it's an ongoing anxiety thing that keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to mention to you that you need to use your breath. You're you you need okay. to deep. You need to breathe deeper. Okay. Right, and that 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 rhythmic breathing of bringing in through your nose and then holding that breath and slowly out through your mouth, 
and do that several times, a good three or four times before you sit to do meditation until your breath becomes shallower and deeper. But it feels like there's an awful lot of stress right in there in the lungs and the breathing. And if we want movement, we bring in air. And, you know, the heart chakra is an element of air. So um, that will be another assist for you. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. Good um, advice. Thank you. Yes. And this will be recorded. This is being recorded, so it will be posted in a few hours. So if you need to come back and listen to what. Yeah, I will because I wasn't actually able to take notes. (laughs) Good. Okay. Great. Thank you for calling, Peggy. Yeah, and Peggy, I just want to say too, while I was picking up around around the situation that you're having anxiety about, okay? Yeah. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this at all because I do feel yeah. there's like a gap between here and where you want to be with this as far as a solution. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's why I think some of this ground the grounding techniques that Ellen brought to you and um, everything will be very helpful because I just see sort of like little bits of information kind of dripping in, like little by little, but never enough to really get you where you need to go quick enough. Um, just mm-hmm. for this particular situation. So I just want to give you a heads up on that, and this would be a great time to really you know, bring in that, that um, the, the, uh, the technique that Ellen uh, mentioned. Um, I do see you, this being resolved, and I do see information coming to you to resolve this, mm-hmm. but it, there's going to be several like small bits of information coming between now and then, but it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to feel a little bit frustrating at times because it's only going to be like, okay, I had that bit of information, but I need more. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to see that happening. Um, I, I do see it being resolved, but it, it may be some time before that happens. But well, I think yeah, got I this. mean, I just spoke with the tax office today. They're, the hearing mm-hmm. for it is going to probably be months out. And actually, yes. I've already submitted stuff that, you know, is going to be used. Um, and Good. the intermediate appeal thing was in my favor, but it's just the city process mm-hmm. coming back and they're they're appealing now the mm-hmm. thing that was in my favor so that's why i have uh, a lot the, of the back anxiety and <laughs> yeah and and yeah. i'm not sure really what, what more i can do in terms of submissions i mean mm-hmm. i just have to turn what i turned into that first people to the tax commission and then you know and they'll look at my documents and that sort of thing uh, and so it's a lot you know of then my other idea okay yeah, and then my other idea, I mean, even though I'm capable of handling the hearing, was, you know, getting somebody to go with me to the hearing. But, you know, of course, right. that's going to be, they said it could be August or November of yeah. of the next year when this That's is, what I was feeling. Yeah. I was like, right. oh, I didn't yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I just, yeah. want, I, I just feel yeah. drip, drip. I just feel like there's like little tiny victories and some questions that come up and I see a, ba- a lot of yeah. back and forth. So. So, I, but I, I can feel you breathing at the end of this. So I do think there's going to be some resolution yeah. that's in your favor. Um, so just hold tight for that and just, you know, um, yeah, ground, ground, ground. <laughs> Thank you. I Already? Thank you both so much. Thanks. Have Penny. a wonderful Thanks day. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. And I know we've got a couple more minutes and I think we can squeeze in Jennifer from Hawaii. Let's see. Jennifer. Oh. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you doing today? Hi, thanks for calling. What can Hello. I help you with today? Um, okay, so I suffer from anxiety like 24-7, like for probably my whole life. Mm. Um, I have other issues and I'm like so tired of it. It feels really devastating to have to deal with it every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can help me. Oh, yeah. Jennifer, are you an empath? I don't know. Because I I know I'm an HSP, highly sensitive person, but mm-hmm. as far as the empath, I'm not sure if it's the same thing or similar. But I'm um, super sensitive. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like an overwhelming attack of energy surrounds you. Um, okay. I didn't know I was an empath until I heard about it on a radio show many years ago, uh-huh. and I was like, well, that makes uh-huh. perfect sense. Yeah. And um, so as an empath, you're picking up everybody else's anxiety. So, you know, if like attracts like, you're a magnet. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so what I would, what I, uh, how familiar are you, are you with your energy system? Like your aura, your your personal energy. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know about the chakras and um, the base one. I definitely could use help with that one. Yeah. So what I would want you to do is is um, connect your root chakra. The you'll be able to listen to this on the replay. We mm-hmm. I walked through a um, mighty oak grounding. So. Ground yourself to the earth and pull that, that energy up. And when you do that, you're, the, the final um, energy visual is that of Glinda the Good Witch. So you're pulling up earth energy and you're pulling down the Father Sky, you know, the white light. And so you're in okay. a bubble of white light. And so your aura goes out as far as you can reach all around you, either side and in a mm-hmm. circle. So take mm-hmm. that energy and trust you're pulling that energy bubble in closer to you. Okay. And, and, and set an intention that you are protected you're protecting your energy and your space from negative energy coming near you. Um, another thing I would want you to, to think about is especially your heart chakra and your solar plexus. That area specifically is, is, is showing up for me. Imagine that you have a shield in front of that. I would call in like Arch- Archangel Michael and ask him to put his shield um, in, in place of those chakras just so you're not getting... Um, you're getting a little extra protection there from uh, feeling okay. too much energy, and um, and then and I, I, I do I, have a um, I'm sorry I do have a Cancer rising too, and I noticed you guys said that um, it makes me very sensitive too, and in my shell I don't like to leave my house. It, too. You know what? That's a, I was feeling all this because I'm feeling all this up the stuff with that I feel as well. So I can I totally identify with that. Yeah. And yeah. and how often have you ever taken a sea salt bath? Um, I don't think so. So a sea salt bath is great for removing it, for being able to just let go of energy. Um, And if you can't take the bath, what I'll do is I'll put some lavender sea salt in a face cloth and take it into the shower. Okay. But also when you're standing in the shower, you can imagine that that water is energy too. Use your imagination to pull energy in to assist you because it's there for the asking. So if you you set the intention that 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 shower is, is... is like energy and wash it drain all of mm-hmm. the the day down the drain and mm-hmm. you know remove what no longer serves me is the perfect intention okay. to that and um and just be mindful of whether you ask i i always tell people to stop and ask is that my energy i'm feeling because a lot of times it's not when i say that to clients they say oh geez that's right i just came from an office there had been a fight and, you know, these people were arguing and I left, and, mm-hmm. and but I still feel it. Well, you don't need to feel it. Let go of it. I feel it, it in my out. home, though. <laughs> well, you know, clear your home. Clear your home. Um, if you can't use sage or palo santo stick. I do use sage. I do. You do? Okay. But you can also yeah. use music. Music is a great yeah. uh, I do. Um, I do. Tool. It's, it's yeah. probably to why I like uh, wanted to live with 100 acres around me to protect Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got to manifest that. Yeah. I have one acre. I can't imagine what 100 is. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on a quarter acre. I'm used to living on three acres here. So it's it's hard. And the neighbors smoke cigarettes. And they, you know, they're pretty mellow. But 
this fire yeah. sucker is going on. It's just intense for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where could well, I go in the world and not have to do with people and their energy? <laughs> you, know I, you know what I found is, like, this is something that Alan and I learned from a teacher of ours, um, mm-hmm. in, in John Holland. He is, and and I've shared this with people, and it, and it's funny when people have heard this, it literally changes how they feel energy for a lot of people. Okay. And it's, is it coming to me or from me? Right. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you say that, it, it sort of, you can tell right away, like a lot of things sort of fall away. At least it works for me that way. It's like the energy that I, if I feel overwhelmed, is it coming to me or from me? A lot of it's like, okay, a lot of this is not me. You can feel it almost instantly as soon as you say that to yourself. So mm-hmm. I find that's very helpful. And then you can kind of work with the energy that remains. Um, so that might be something to, to, it's a very simple phrase, but it really helps. Because you know, intuitively, you know right away what what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, okay. so I think, yeah, between, you know, continue to clear and, and ground and I think you'll be okay. I hope so. The hot flashes mm-hmm. don't help. When oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time right it's like I'm you. trying and then it, yeah. Been there, tried everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Mother nature has a bigger toolbox than I have. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. So we're coming up to the end, but thank you so much, Jennifer, for calling, and, and hopefully you'll call in again sometime. Okay, I I will. Thank you. Thanks thank you, Jennifer. Bye-bye. And we're right. coming up to the end of the show, and thank you, Ellen. I'm definitely going to have you back on again, but if anybody would like to connect with Ellen, it's ellenbenthealing.com. Thank you, Laura. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. Quick hour. Good night, everybody. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm. 